0: All right, guys, welcome. Um, Today, we have a special guest here. A lot of you guys have been following her uh, through her journey of losing weight, losing body fat, and which ended her up on the stage of the 2021 Sean Ray Hawaiian Classic. A lot of you guys saw her changing, but I don't think you know the story of where all this started and what she's had to go through to get to this point. So I wanted to bring her on to talk about it. Everybody, welcome, Christina Meacham. How you doing, Chris?
1: I'm doing great. How are you? Good.
0: good. You finally recovered from everything, from the contest yeah. and the prep and everything. Definitely,
1: <laughs> feeling it, a lot it, better.
0: It takes a while. you don't people don't realize it, but it takes a while to fully recover from that. It's uh, it's not like the next day you feel good. It takes a few weeks of getting back into our normal rhythm and eating properly. Well, I'll say you're always eating properly, but eating more and and, and trying to recover and heal up from. You know, the 20 weeks or however long you beat your body up. So people don't realize it takes a while before you start feeling normal again.
1: Yeah, like it's sleeping better and just, just feeling more focused and, you know, like back to normal. Come
0: on. (laughs) Less stressed out. Yes, for sure. So what did you think of the first, your first experience being on, being on stage?
1: I think it was fun. I, I learned a lot, definitely a lot more that I have to learn. Um, I'm glad that I wasn't, um, <laughs> I was actually listening to you and just, I was just like leaning on you, you know, um, because I was completely lost <laughs> of what I was doing. Um, so the guidance that I got and, uh, the support of so many others that didn't even know me. Um, it was amazing, like amazing people that go in and put so much effort into competing and still willing to support you right there when they're also needing support. So it was really, a, it, it was a good experience.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, you did. Your experience was was a good one. Definitely um, came a long way. And I, I take it in on a, on a great note. And um, as far as transformations, I don't know of very many people that went there that made as big of a change as you did. There may have been a couple, but from what I've seen, you are one of the ones that made one of the biggest transformations getting on there. So that was um, definitely very impressive. And I know a lot of it, probably I, w- I want to say there's a good portion of it that was stuff that you least expected as far as how much to eat and do everything a certain way, how detailed, you had to be with everything. And a lot of people think sometimes eat less when we had to eat more and things like that. So like you said, there was a lot of learning in there and, um, yeah, it was all overall really, really good. Now I want people to realize where you come from as far as wh- where you started, where the, the way game started, where the, uh, you know, the, everything seemed to start going downhill to a point to where you weren't going to be very active again. If you want to go ahead and start, get everybody started off of where that happened and then we can go from there.
1: Sure. So back in 2005, um, I was involved in a major car accident and um, (laughs) you know, I wasn't really like, like too overweight. I was normal. Right. Um, And I used to go out and have fun and be very active. And, Due to this car accident, when I got T-boned, it put me in the hospital for a week. Um, I remember the um, the persons that were rescuing me told me that I was very lucky that it wasn't a bigger vehicle that hit me. Um, I. I was in the hospital for a week um, because of my injuries and I was sent home and I still had like broken ribs, things like that. But my back also got damaged. I had to have plastic surgery um, on on my head. And I, I, I was kind of lost because I was a single mom and um, I was alone <laughs> doing everything. And um It took me by surprise that I was not able to do the normal things that I I used to do. I was only 25 years old. Um, I was young and... I had to rely on a wheelchair for five months. I had to be on therapy for over two years, um, getting injections, getting blockage on my nerves. You know, I had a bulging disc, deteriorating disc, and all these things started coming up that my, my body just deteriorating because of what, what, you know, what happened to my body. It was just like, you know,
0: downhill. When, um, because you you couldn't be as active, is that when you started gaining some weight, or did that happen later on? So I did start
1: getting a little bit of weight um, because I was not very active. But um, I went back to work, and I was trying to do the best that I could. And one day, I you know I was you know I was exercising you know uh, a little bit because I was told by my doctor that the only thing that was going to help me was to build muscle in my back, um, to, you know, to, to kind of control all that. Cause I had a lot of inflammations and a lot what's going on. And I was like, okay. So I was starting to kind of try to get moving more. And I was trying to eat healthier, lose some weight because the doctor told me, you know, if you lose a little bit of extra weight, it's going to help with your back. So I went um and got blood tests because something just wasn't feeling right and um the nurse when she well it was an RN when she brought me my information she told me um listen you know everything that this uh blood test said about you you look great on paper but for some reason you continue to gain weight because literally like I wasn't doing anything out of the norm. I started gaining weight like a lot faster than ever before. Um, So she she said, you know, you should go and see an endocrinologist and try to get some extra tests done. And I did that. And that's when I got diagnosed with PCOS and hypothyroidism. And then it kind of told me, okay, this is why I've been gaining weight so fast. Why I've been feeling crappy for so long. And apparently something that I keep bringing from a very long time ago, is just everything accelerated after I got started getting very unhealthy after my accident.
0: So the hypothyroidism, for those who don't know your thyroid started slowing down the thyroid controls the metabolism. So if your thyroid is running slow, your metabolism slow, it'll cause it being lethargic and weight gain. So that's, um, that's and you got up to you said you got up to 200 pounds right 205 pounds was my highest weight <laughs> okay and yeah. what what did they they had to give you uh medication for the thyroid
1: yes so for medication for thyroid they have given me Synthroid, and for my PCOS, they have given me metformin those were the two type of
0: medication that i was given to me by my doctor are you on any of those now? I am not. Yes. So the, the, <laughs> yeah, the metformin, the, they, of course, of course, we, we've done your blood glucose levels. Yours are amazing. So even when you do eat a little bit, they're still really good. So the, um, cause I, sometimes I have people test their blood sugar in the mornings. Cause after certain days on diet, it kind of tells, it can tell you a lot, which we found out it can tell you a lot. And, um, the her thyroid is now back to normal. And I do think that when you eat a certain way and you get regimented, I won't say it can fix, but it can help. I've had people with low thyroid because they've done low carb for very long periods of time. And then they start putting the carbs back in carefully and slowly, and they start losing weight and the thyroid gets back to normal. There are periods where it does need medication, but I do think for some people, they can fix it by living a healthier lifestyle, which Christina has done. And of course the less, uh, the less um, synthesized medications you're on, the better off you are. I believe so that's that's really great. That even with those those two conditions, everything is good to go now. Now, um, you got you got the 205. What what methods did you start doing to try getting the weight off?
1: I started doing crash diets. <laughs> um, I started taking things that I should not be taking out of the counter, uh, to try to accelerate my metabolism, which was making me very shaky. It was full of, uh, ingredients that I couldn't even pronounce. And, (laughs) um, it, it definitely was not working. I was losing maybe five, 10 pounds here and I was feeling, oh, I feel great. And then I will gain it back up. Um, so I got desperate, you know, I, I, I've always been this, this active, like to go dancing, you know, being myself. And I was, I was losing myself through this new journey, um, that I didn't understand. Like literally the doctor didn't give me that much information, just said here, this is what you need to take now and good luck to you. Right. We just keep checking it, you know, to make sure you're doing okay. And, um, I got desperate because me going to 205, I've never in my life been there. So I went actually to another state uh, because my state um, did not had uh, very aggressive weight loss um, uh, programs. And I went to a different state and I will go there (laughs) weekly. Um, I will drive uh, a few hours to see this doctor, which gave me, pills that I didn't know what was in it. There was some pills in the morning, there was some pills in the afternoons. Um, uh, I had to get injections of B12 and um, I was putting that on myself. and I started losing weight. I did and, and I was like, oh, you know like okay, I'm starting to look better or whatnot. It was all about my look. But what I didn't know is how bad it was being for me that I did that. Because I lost in this program in just three months, I lost 50 pounds without exercising, right? Without even being on a diet. It was just by all these things that he was putting in my body, was, which I was feeling terrible. But I, hey, I look better. So I felt great. Um, so when I stopped taking everything, I went downhill again, even worse. I had inflammation in my body like never before. I started literally swelling up. Um, I gained the weight back up. Um, I became very depressed. Um, I didn't understand what my body was going through, but it completely got out of whack. So I kind of gave up um, on myself. I did not take care of myself anymore. I just kept eating the things I wanted to eat. And I just, I lost it. You know, I I was unhealthy. It was controlling my life. And there was nothing else that I could do to make it better because everything else that I thought was good for me or that I tried to do never worked.
0: I was just about to ask what was going through your head when you, how much that did you gain back? <clears throat> I
1: gained it all I gained 45 pounds so almost everything
0: back so you gained all that back and it kind of got you down on yourself people this I bring this up because of the crash dieting and stuff that people do and all these little miracle fixes and stuff there's a there's a certain way to do everything and when you do it the wrong way it's going to come back to haunt you if it's not by bouncing back with the diet gaining it back it's going to be through blood work on your health or your body being torn down or something like that. Even if you do diet and train and you overdo it, it will come back to haunt you at some point. You have to be smart about this and you have to take your time and do this right. When you guys that are watching the the YouTube version of this, as we're talking about this, I'm going to show her before and after photos. Now she lost probably a total of like 20 some pounds of me. You look at those photos and you're gonna swear it was a lot more you're going to swear. You're like, there's no way that was only 20 pounds. So at one point we forgot what she looked like when she started. I remember I came in to train her and I was like, I forgot how big you were when we started. Jesus Christ, you dropped a lot of weight because I was looking at the numbers and I was like, she's only dropped 20. I looked at the photos. I was like, shit, she changed a lot since she came in suddenly. So it it, it will deceive you sometimes. Like sometimes it's not always good to chase the numbers. You just got to look at yourself and see how your clothes fit and how you feel. Because um, there will be times where you do feel shitty, but it shouldn't be like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on a normal diet, now, contest prep, a little different story. Uh, <laughs> towards the end, it was like. We do that to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Towards the end, it gets pretty bad. But, um, you know, for to lose that much weight and not exercise or diet, that has to be a red flag. Mm-hmm. There's no way to do that healthy and it not come back to haunt you. And I think. Uh, people out there still don't realize that if you want to do something the right way and the way you truly want it, you got to put in some work. People will say they just want to lose weight and, and they'll have a vision of how they want to look in their head. But then the scale will say five pounds off because they did some crazy fad stuff, five or 10 pounds. And they'll convince themselves they've made it when really in the back of their head, they've not reached that vision that they're truly wanting they just see some kind of progress and they justify it and they glorify it. So, Again. yeah, you'll see, oh, yeah, I lost 10 pounds. Like, yeah, but you know, really, you have, most people have this vision of, of being this athletic type or being really lean or something like that. So, you know, you got to, you got to, you can't be satisfied with that. You got to keep chasing it. And you, the, the only way to get like that is to do it the right way. Yeah. And um, that's, you know, one of the reasons why I have Christine on here to talk about it uh, because you, she did that bounce back. And then actually it's a good time to ask what, when, what, what was the trigger point where you gained all the weight back, you start doing whatever, because you, you lost the weight with uh, the medications he puts you on. You gained it back. When you came off of it, you felt like shit. At what point did you just say, fuck this? I'm going to go all out and do this the way I should have done. What, what was it that made you start doing that?
1: So, um, in reality, I I got remarried and I moved to Hawaii and um, we we got pregnant <laughs> years later, uh, which I was not expecting. Um, it was a little miracle because because we did like at some point thought about having one, but I I went to fertility treatment here and because of my conditions because they were not controlled right, um, I was still very unhealthy and I just could not. Um, get um, pregnant even with going through fertility treatments. So one day, boom, (laughs) I was pregnant. Um, I had my child and my depression went even further um, because at this point now, I'm trying to take care of myself still, uh, but I'm trying to take care of this baby um, that I have. And and just for anyone that doesn't know me, I have children. from my previous marriage. So I right now, my oldest is 25. My son is 21 and I'm a grandmother of two. Um, And I have a six year old now. So um, I was literally sleeping every time my daughter slept. I got to the point that I would not even answer my doors. Um, I will not answer calls. I was hiding from the world because I was feeling so down on myself. And I, at, you know, at that point I had my best friend, um, you know, told me about a nutritional product that it was helping her. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I don't believe in this anymore because there's so many gimmicky, you know, companies out there. Um, but if it's working for you, I could see it in her smile and I can see it in her face that something was working. So, um, I was, I was taking vitamins from, you know, the stores, right. I was going in, whatever the GNC guy gave me, I was spending $250 probably monthly on, you know, all these vitamins and things that he will say, oh yeah, this is going to help you. This is going to help you. This is going to help you. Um, and nothing ever really worked for me. So I gave it a shot and I started feeling a difference in myself and, um, I, at that point, it wasn't anymore about losing weight. And that was, I think that was the biggest change that I did mentally. I didn't care about trying to lose the weight anymore. That was not my um, main focus. I wanted to be the mom that I needed to be for my youngest daughter. I wanted to be a good wife. I wanted to be a good friend. I wanted to be happy about me again, about myself. So at this point, my journey took me into wanting to get healthier. Not necessarily, I didn't want into a diet. I didn't start exercising yet. I just wanted to take care of me mentally and putting nutrients in my body that, that worked. And I started doing that and I lost I lost weight doing that, and um, at some point through my journey, my husband, um, he is uh, now um, retired military due to medical uh, conditions, and the, a nurse had told me that I needed to start exercising, that My husband was going to need my strength. I could barely hold my daughter for a long period of time. Let me just tell you, like, I just, I was very weak. So I called one of my friends uh, that is also um, one of your, um, that you coached, Joe. And I knew that he exercised. He's the only guy that I knew that actually knew anything about going to the gym. And I told him, I said, hey, I need to be able to live a 200 pound man. Can you help me? And that's when my fitness and weight loss journey really started. Um, and I learned along the way um, that I could I could still enjoy life, but improve it by being physically active, by uh, building muscle, getting stronger. I felt better about myself, and it wasn't that much about you know starving myself. It was about eating properly. So I started doing that and then um, I got I got thinner and I was feeling good and I was getting muscles, something that I never thought I would do. And um, through that journey, my best friend passed away, who introduced me to um, the Thrive products that I was using and or that I use um, and then I got into a depression again. <laughs> and I started just, you know what? I don't care. Like I couldn't go to the gym. I was having a really hard time. And I don't know if you knew that, but I I could not go back to the gym that I was in before. Um I most of my conversations that I had with her was at night when I was working out. And um when she passed away, all those memories just started coming by and I couldn't take care of myself like that anymore. I had a blockage and, um, Joe, you know, kind of tried to keep pushing me to go in and, um, to find myself again, because he could see that I was going back down that little, uh, you know, down, (laughs) downhill again. And he's like, everything that you have improved, everything that you have done with your life, are you going to let this, take over you know are you gonna just throw everything away and lose you again and it's like it's like you can't do that and that's when I went to Iron Hawaiian Fitness um and I felt that it was a completely different gym that I was going to and I started feeling more like myself again there um and I started believing again that I could do more for me and I needed to live for me. So um, that's when everything just started. I took it very seriously to just get as fit as I could.
0: You know, there's, that's, you guys listening need to realize there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road, some bigger than others. When you start something like this, Uh, it always seems like when you try to become a better person, so life starts testing you and it will throw everything at you. And it's almost like it's trying to see, okay, how bad do you want this shit? Like how, what what will stop you from doing this? And there's a lot of things that could happen. And um, a lot of people get weeded out. Uh, When it's usually a death, I try to nicely put it to people that, you know, if you're your relative or somebody passed away, I'm like, you know, how do you think they would feel looking down, knowing that you're holding yourself back because of something that happened to them. Mm-hmm. It sounds a little mean, but at the same time it's true. Like I, I'll tell you like this. If my, if my dad were to pass and I just stopped doing everything because of if he would come back from the dead and beat my ass, that's just the kind of person he is. So it's like, you know, it's, you have to think of what, would they want for you to do. They definitely don't want you to put the brakes on everything. So you have to, you have to keep that in mind. And yeah, I know morning and stuff, I get that, but at some point you have to be like, okay, I need to get back to. And those, those stages, you know, of morning that you have
1: to take care of you mentally, you know, Uh, at some point you have to say, okay, hold on, let me, let me find my way again and take those steps, but takes those steps because you're worth it you know you 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 deserve to be happy you deserve to you know to reach whatever goals you have it mean you know being healthier or being uh you know more fit or you you don't care that much about being fit but you still need to take care of your health because at the end of the day anything else that you want to do in your life you need your health for that right so, be career, be traveling the world, be, you know, uh, a better mom, a better wife. You, you know, whatever you want to do, you're going to need your health because if you don't have your health, you won't be able to enjoy anything else.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's longevity too. It gives you more time to do more things. Um, mm-hmm. uh, even, you know, what you said about being able to still live your life, uh, she's already told you the obligations Christine's already got told you guys the amount of obligation she has in her life and uh, running a business and taking care of kids and her husband. And she still manages to do all of her cardio, her workouts and her meals and everything. And when people say, I have to give up so much to do this. Well, if she can do all that and still follow her diet and everything, then there's what's stopping you guys, honestly. Um, So, you know, there's, there are ways to keep your everyday routine and still get ready you just have to think outside the box you have to be prepared you can't open the door for something to come in and screw it up you got to have your meals ready you got to have your, your day scheduled do all that stuff and yeah it's a little tedious but you know if this is what you really want it's what you got to do and she did it so when people come at me with little petty things i'm like i don't want to hear it and i know people have a lot more than you to do and they get a lot more done than you do so it's um uh, it's that's one of the other reasons I brought her on here to tell her stories because you guys, a lot of people have excuses. I don't think she ever had one with everything she's got to do. Now you got back into it. You had a few bumps in the road. What got the idea of wanting to get on stage? What's what sparked that idea? (laughs) Um, well,
1: it goes back a little bit to my best friend. Um, she saw how good I was doing at the gym and how much, uh, um way I had lost. And um, she told me one day, "It's like, did you ever see yourself up in stage competing? You know? And I told her, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way I'm going to put my booty butt out there for people to see. Okay? Like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, so she laughed and we just kind of let it be. But um, when I was at the gym and I saw so many of you um, doing your thing. And I was like, you know, like they're working super hard for the goals that they had, because there was a competition that was going to happen no long after I started there. And I was like seeing all these bodybuilders, women and men just doing their thing and, um, being very focused on what they were doing. And I was like, you know, what, what if I can? Right. Like, I mean, it's like I've never been into fitness. Like if you knew me from before, you knew that I I was never that fit girl, you know, um, going to want to go for a run or going to want to lose weight. I never did that. Um, I kind of play around here and there. I got my memberships here and there and never used them. How many how much money I have spent that, you know, that I could have kept on my pocket because, I will get those memberships. Yeah, I'm going to the gym and then I will use it for like a month. And then that was it that, you know, I was like done. Um, So I needed a challenge for myself and I needed a goal because I'm very goal oriented. And I, you know, due to my business, you know, I uh, represent the company of the nutrition um, that I use. And I was like, I see a lot of other women, you know not going after their goals, not not reaching their goals, not focusing on themselves. And I wanted to show that doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. I lost my best friend and her kids, they all passed away. My husband, it was in a wheelchair and has a lot of, you know, issues with his back and he spends much of his time in bed. I'm raising a child, I have grandkids. You know, we're running two businesses. And I can still do this. I said, I got to prove to myself that I still got it, that I'm worth it, that I'm going to put myself first and not let not let down my family and just grow. And that's one thing, Jet, that I think it has happened to me through this journey is the growth within me um, of how much. It's not physical. Guys, it's not physical. It's the mental struggles that we go to. Telling ourselves we can't. We're tired. We don't want to get up. Oh my God, I got to cook again. I got to prepare my meals. I got Those are all mental blockage, right? We're giving excuses. And we either decide to get up and do it or don't there's no wiggle room. There's no, (laughs) maybe (laughs) there's not in between. You either do it or you don't do it. Uh, and you know, it was hard. I mean, we always have like people over and I cook for other people and we have little parties here and there. And I get invited to places. I was breaking my little meal. I was eating what I was supposed to eat. You know, people will kind of like, Oh my God, how can you do this? You know? They don't understand what we go through until they see you pushing so hard and then they're in your corner like, yes, you can do this. Come on, keep pushing. But it takes a while for them to understand what is going through your head, right? Because they're not there. They don't understand how much it takes. And um, I, I felt that I was gaining me again, but a strength within me that I've never had before because I could do this and I did it. I went up there on stage and I did it. It took a lot, a lot mentally and physically, but I did it. But I surrounded myself with my coach, and my training partner and people that I met throughout my journey and friends and family that supported me through my journey. Um, And they kept pushing me to do better and to not let go. So I, I'm I'm actually happy that I took this decision to do this competition that I just did.
0: There's there's a lot of dissecting what you just said there. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, for instance, when you say, I'll never go do that, i would never get on stage, then you go into a gym and everybody's doing it. I think the reason people change their minds is because it get, becomes less taboo because they're around it all the time. So when you, when you go into the gym and you see people, because we have a posing stage at IHF, you see people posing, they're in their skimpy, their bikini outfits posing and stuff. And like, then they're not getting stared down or anything. Like everybody's just doing their own thing and they're there It's like, oh, this is completely normal. And you start getting around it, it becomes less taboo. And you're like, oh, huh, okay, well, I, I won't feel as weird being on stage because all these people are doing it and it's like normal here. So, and then you start getting the idea of doing it. And you, um. There is a lot of mental toughness in this, because if there wasn't, I could hand anybody a diet plan and check on them in three months and they would be a completely different person. But there's not a lot of the stuff is mental base. Like, why do you have a problem following this? Why did you not tell me when this is happening? You know, Because some people, they don't like to be told what to do, but they hire somebody to tell them what to do. So when there's a problem that comes up, they will not let you know because they don't want you to tell them what you got to do. They want to figure it out on their own when the reason the coach is there is so that they don't have to figure it out on their own. And so there's a lot of that. And um, you know, as it, what what you said about your friends supporting and stuff. Yeah. At first they don't understand. And for some people, when you start doing this, you might get, they might pick at you stuff, you know, even though it's friendly and they're going to start giving you a hard time when you don't go out with them and stuff. But when you start, they start seeing your results, they start seeing what you're doing and they start seeing how it's making you a better person, then they go from, it's almost like they go from giving you a hard time to like, man, you know, it, they either, they, they wish they could do that or they start admiring what you're doing because you're doing something that deep down they know they can't do because they're not doing it. And I'm not saying that to be mean, but some people do. And you know, I, I've seen it to where people even show a tad bit of, of animosity or they'll even do things to try to pull you down. They'll say, oh man, you can go out one night, it's not gonna hurt you. And they are like, no dude, Like, I, I, I'm not. You're not the expert, I know what I need to do. And I honestly think, not everybody, some people are just trying to be nice, but I do think there's some out there that do that. Because if they see you do it, then it justifies them doing it because they know that they can't do what you're doing. So instead of trying to get up to your level, they'll try to pull you down to theirs. Uh, I Say this because you guys out there, when you get in these situations, this is how you need to think because people will do or say anything to try to get you back to what you used to be doing. But you have to understand you have made a decision to put yourself on a level above so to do that, you have to break away and you have to do things that you haven't done and they haven't done before. And it, that is, I think that's one of the hardest steps in this process is when you first start, and I say this almost every other podcast I do, you go through this transition period of where you're leaving your old self behind and you're alone. And then as you get in that new environment and you take those steps on your own and you start to training, start the training, you start coming across other people doing the same things. And what you start noticing is, you, your environments are smoldering around what you are trying to do. And all of a sudden, within a few months, you're not alone anymore. Everybody's doing the same thing. We're all in here together, and now you have all the support. But there is this little painful, weird period where you're by yourself and you're shifting environments. And that is where a lot of people fail. So very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's very yeah, it is. It's very uncomfortable. And what you know, that's why you know you come to a gym like we're at and stuff, it makes it a lot easier because a lot of us do that stuff, and a lot of us have a lot of knowledge. All the trainers sit there and talk, and we talk shop, and everybody there can compete. I mean, there's there's every type of person in there, but a lot of people in there compete too, and we're all cool, and, and you know, it's just we all get along, so it's a you're in that environment, and all of a sudden it doesn't become as hard to do anymore. But yeah, there is that period where you're transitioning to a different environment and it becomes very uncomfortable. So um you guys keep that in mind when you start something like this. Uh you may become a different person. Doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing though. Uh you go from I used to say you go from being a follower one in the pack to being a leader. Because the people you were trying to get to accept you or try to be friends with are now asking you for help because they saw what you did and they may want the same thing. So to grow You have to break off from the pack a little bit, I think.
1: And one big thing,
0: to be coachable.
1: Just like, if you are working, if you're doing it on your own, then you're doing it on your own. But if you are working with a trainer or a coach, listen to what they're saying to you. Follow their instructions because they know exactly. Like, I didn't understand when I first started with Jed and he looked at me, he's like, uh I want you to eat this. You know, and I was like, "Oh my god, no." Remember that? It was like 300 grams of carbs. I haven't eaten carbs in like forever. I was in a yeah. low carb diet in for so long for years. And um and then you're like, "I need you to eat." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm going to get like super fat again." Right? That's the first thing that went into my mind. And then and and then you said, "Okay, 300 carbs and then 200 for the rest of the week and I want to see how you're doing." And within days I was feeling so freaking good. I was losing weight and I was like, I started having color again on my skin. Like I was so pale. I was exhausted. I, I was literally falling asleep at the gym, you know, just sitting there on the, not even exercise, just sitting there. And I, I, started listening. And from then on, I was like, whatever Jack
0: said, I do. <laughs> I think there was one point in that conversation where, yeah, I was like, All right, put a cup of rice to every meal. And then the next day, cut it back down and do that. And you were saying that like, Oh, there's no way I haven't done it. It's like, well, it's the only thing you haven't tried and nothing else has worked. So it can't, it can't be that bad of a thing to do. The worst thing that happens you put on a little bit of water and it comes off. And then I remember you saying that reminded me of a few weeks out from the contest you got stuck and i was looking at your diet while you were doing your set and i was like throw some fats on that last meal throw a tablespoon of oil on that salmon or something tonight and you woke up you're like my weight went down i was like yeah there we go <laughs> we gotta we gotta you can't really you can't really go low calorie for a long period of time uh but it, it, it makes sense so and um yeah, I'm you're am okay. so used to it the way that we do it. Like I am
1: like, you know, everyone has been, "Is like, are you still doing a, a, a diet? And I was like, I'm just eating healthy. You know, I'm like, I'm feeding my body what it needs and I'm following the directions of my coach. That's what I'm doing. Because I, I was kind of scared, like after getting off of, you know, competition prep, how my body was going to react when I introduced food again, um, the way that I'm doing now. Uh, and I was a little concerned cause I heard so many weird stories, you know, how your body can react and how much fat you can, you know, gain again and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm like, I've worked so hard. I know that I have to build again because I want to do this again. I want to push my body into a better condition, you know, um, for next time. And I know that I have to grow and I know that I have to do different things, but I was so scared at the beginning, but everything that you have, like. As long I, I learned that as long as I tell you everything that I feel and how I'm, um, you know, how things are working and I follow what you tell me, things just eventually works out. You know, it might it might be the next day, but it might be in the next few days, but it, it's been working out uh for me. So I'm I'm blessed about that that I don't have to think about it. I don't have to stress
0: about it. I have to follow it. <laughs> I follow the right yeah. And this. Yeah, sometimes uh people will tell me stuff. And I may not even respond for a while because I'm thinking about it, and uh, you know I'll hit him back like, okay, well, what about this? And they're like, oh, okay, well here's what you need to do. And so that you gotta be if you know that something's going on, and you tell whoever's helping you, give them some time to think it out. Be patient. Um, well, there's a lot of troubleshooting in this, and their life is troubleshooting. I mean, if you're not fixing problems, you're not growing. So um, when things come up and people get but her or sad, like this is life like as soon as you fix that problem another one's coming around so you better just get ready that's how it's gonna be until you retire and you're happy and so um yeah the, actually your rebound phase went really well uh you know you ate what you wanted and still kept clean with stuff and we're we're now kind of on cruise until you know I guess the holidays are over and then we'll go from there. But um just the amount you changed in that period of time. It's like, and I've said this when we talk, when I talk about you with other people, I'm like, you know, she does that amount of changing again. It's, it's, it's lights out for everybody else. So that's like, that's the goal. And I've said the same thing with, with you and everybody else on that team that we had at that show It's like, we make that big of a change again. It's over for whoever's up there with us. So that's mentality. I want everybody to have going into next year. Now, um, here's a good question for you. Uh, because I think you've already mentioned some of it, but what are the positives of going the correct way about doing what you did instead of going the shortcut way? Besides the rebounding and all that stuff, mm-hmm. what um, lessons can you take from doing things the way you did it as far as weight loss? Um,
1: I think for me, um, it really taught me what health is about. It's not about how much the scale is telling me that I wait, right? It's about how my body's functioning properly. You know, being able to sleep better, being able to not have the inflammations in my body that I used to have and all the aches and discomforts that I used to have. You know, being able to uh, fit on a pair of jeans you know, in a different way, even though I was weighing the same thing. Um, I learned that it's not the weight loss. It's that, that fat loss that I didn't understand. I didn't understand what fat loss was. I thought if I lose weight, <laughs> I look great. But it was different for for our bodies, you know, and it's like that fat is so crucial um, it doesn't matter, you know, what you weigh. if you have too much fat, it's not good for our bodies, not good for our hearts, it's not good for our kidneys, it's not good for a lot of things. So it was that health journey and understanding more about my body, about myself. Um, you know, yes, I had to do some sacrifices, but I wouldn't even call it that way because it was beneficial. I needed to do what needed to get done and I can still enjoy the good things. I can still, you know, say, you know what? This is my goal. And when I hit my goal, then I can have a little bit of what I've been missing and then go back to it, you know? And it's like, and now it's a routine. It's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It's not just, oh, this is what I'm going to do. That's it. And I'm done. It is a complete lifestyle change when you're taking care of your body. Because it's the most important thing that we have. It's the only thing that we have that is ours, is our bodies. And if we don't take care of it, then our body can't take care of us. And it's like a little machine, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta give it the nutrients that it needs. You gotta get them stronger because the, guys, we're gonna get older, right? Things are gonna start slowing down because that's age. But if you are strong and you are healthy and you're giving your body what it needs and you're staying active your body can do so much more for so much, you know, longer period of times. And you can enjoy that retirement. You can enjoy your older age and go golf and go see your kids and grandkids and travel and whatnot. Instead of just being laying down in bed, you know,
0: because you can't move. You need to put that on a shirt. Your body (laughs) cannot, your body cannot take care of you. That is the, probably the best one-liner I have heard since I've been doing this job. That is the best one I've ever heard. Your body cannot take care of you, man. That's going to hit home for some of you people listening right now. And uh, what what you're, you're talking about is you you have a balance and I'm not big on balance anymore. I think in order to get somewhere, you have to throw things out of balance for a while, but here's people think when people think balance, they think doing what they always do and incorporating a little bit of nutrition and stuff in there but that's not balance. So let's, let's say this is crap eating and shit lifestyle. And this is being healthy. All right. A lot of people have got that shit lifestyle way up there, but they're calling that balance because they don't want to work too much of the healthy stuff in there and even it out because everybody gets in their comfort zone. They don't want to break out of the comfort zone. So like, well, like balance, no, you like keep eating like shit and being unhealthy because you're doing that to an extreme and you're trying to get a little bit of working out in and calling that balance. It's not balance. So What you have to do to fix that and to undo the damage you've done to your body, you got to throw the balance in the other direction, even if it's for a temporary amount of time. So what I tell people is, yeah, to get to your goal, you're going to have to be very strict if you want to get there quick. The quickest way to incorporating a little bit of this here and there of what you want back in is to get to that goal as fast as possible because maintaining is easier to do and you can lay back here and there and be okay and still keep what you got but to get there you have to be a little more strict that's just how it is you have to throw it out of balance because you've been out of balance for 10 years or so whoever i may be talking to and you've gotten way out of shape so you're gonna have to throw it out in the other direction to get it back and then you can have some real balance so you have to break uh, that barrier yeah 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 So people think they have balance now and they're not, they're in an extreme in the other direction and their bodies are deteriorating and getting fatter and getting unhealthier, and they're just taking years off their life. So it's, um, they have to go through that hardship of going in the opposite direction for a while. And
1: and It's difficult sometimes for what you're saying, like when you're surrounded with other people that are doing the same thing, you want to go out, you want to drink, you want to do this, you know, it's like it becomes, you know, it, it, it becomes a little bit more work for you. But I'm telling you this, and it's like it's so freaking worth it, you know, yeah. to take care of you. And they eventually will understand. Like my friend, when we went at, when we went to her house for a, a going away party, I brought all my food, yeah, <laughs> and my husband's. <laughs> you know, and I was like, "You're not eating that." Yeah. He's <laughs> like, like, and they un- completely understood. They already know who I am, and they respect that. They give me a hard time, but that's when the mental strength have to come in they're gonna give me a hard time and even though especially one of my friends gave me a hard time she's like hey I just want to let you know I do give you a hard time but I'm so freaking proud of you because I could not do what you do
0: yeah they're just your friends are picking on you it's it's
1: normal yeah exactly and I think so just you gotta you gotta work with what you got
0: but at the end of the day you're the adult you're the one putting in your mouth yeah yeah, actually, sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes I tell people it takes less work to put that crap in your mouth, and yet you say it's so hard to do. Like, just don't. I'm telling you to not do something that should be easier to do. Yeah. That the mentality behind it it makes people buckle. And um, I save money. <laughs> yeah, money tapping. Now, uh, now um, when you when you finally got to uh, let's actually let's start out a week a week up to the contest how did you feel about things going a week out you know it was coming in around next weekend you know the saturday was coming up and you had those final steps to get ready um knowing how long you've been in this, doing this well what yeah. was going through your head there was a few things i was freaking exhausted <laughs> yes
1: I, <laughs> I was like my focus wasn't there I was falling asleep literally anywhere and everywhere. Um, I was ut- literally utilizing whatever energy that I had just to do my little workout. And I was like done right for the day. Like I, I was worth nothing. But one thing that I noticed is that my mind started get, like tricking me again. Like yeah. I'm not good enough. Like, no, you're, you're, you, cause I have, you know, I'm like, I lost a lot of weight, but I still have a lot of you know, a little bit of loose skin, you know, in, in my bottom area, especially my upper body was fantastic, but then my lower areas always giving me like a harder time. And I wasn't feeling confident about myself. I used to, you know, like have all this cellulite and loose skin and, you know, big things hanging around. And, um, I was starting to feel kind of like concerned that that's what I was going to show on stage. That's what everyone was going to see. It was all my imperfections, all my imperfections. Um, So it was it was mentally at some point I I was like, am I going to be able to do this? You know, am I ready? And I had to tell myself, you know what? You're in the best shape that you've been in your life. And everyone in there is doing the same thing that you're doing. And they're all going through their own struggles. And it's like, you go over there, have fun. And do what you've been wanting to do all this time. And I had to just keep pushing myself. But I had my doubts. I did not. I was like a little scared of getting up there.
0: Yeah. I remember uh, when you started getting like that, I tell you, uh, and like I said, once again, I said this already earlier in this podcast, but I, I would say, you know, there might be. I think if I actually think about it and looked at pictures of all the girls up there in that category, there might've been one other person that made an extreme transformation like you did. So there, so I was like, there is nothing you have to be down about and for you to do all that work and not to get up on stage would be not, not cool. I, I would not be okay with that. Because you you've done all the work in the world. I don't, I don't care how you finished at this time. This is not about that. This is the end of of a really hard amount of time you have been through, and the amount you've changed has been dramatic to say the least. And like I said, I can all, in my head right now, I can't think of one other girl that might have made as big of a transformation as that. So yeah, get the fuck out there and have fun. Like you, you know, you never know where it's gonna end up. But at the same time, this is this is a the finish line part. This is you going out there and enjoying this. And, um, you know, that's, that's what that one was about. And now a
1: small percentage of people that will actually get on stage and do it.
0: Yeah. And you know, like I said earlier already, if you were to make a dramatic change like that, again, if any of us did that were all in that contest, it would be lights out for everybody else. And now, that is the goal because i don't want cuz if you guys don't understand there was like four of us that all did this contest so we all had our issues we all we all had had trouble and we all learned a lot about everything i mean i wrote a lot of stuff down that night there was there was a lot we all learned and i told everybody else this that you know the the first step of learning about your body getting healthy transforming all that okay cool that is not the same goal for this next time that's not because people will get stuck in that. And they'll every time though, they'll, they'll yo-yo and they'll get big and get lean, get big and get lean. Every time it's a win, like, no, you just got the same win as last time. That's no fun. Who wants that shit? We are now going for the next step, which is now coming back with, with, with a win or placing something more than we got last time, this is what we're going for because we already did the transformation. That's done. Now it's stepping up into another category that have fewer people. You make that step from being the everyday person. So this dramatic transformation, getting on stage, which is actually a few steps higher. And now it's like, okay, now we have the next mountain to climb. And that's getting in there and finishing higher than last time. So that's what I want. Everybody going into next year thinking that's the mentality I want them to have. Um, The whole, you know, doing better than you did, we've done that. It's over. We did that. Everybody's maxed that out. So um, I say that because... um, I, I I think everybody can do that. And, you know, one thing I hate seeing, I think another reason I'm expressing this a lot is because one thing I really hate seeing is when people do that and then they they leave and they go off on their own and they go right back to where they started and then they come back and it's like, we're doing all the same work to get the same fucking thing accomplished that we already have done. Why? That's what I hate seeing. And I've done that with people before. I've done that with myself. It's like, I, I want everybody that already did that to do better. So... Yeah.
1: And yeah. Like I told you, like I, I immediately said, Hey, I want to continue to train. I want to continue to, you know, like, like do better. You know, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, like I shed everything that I could shed and now it's like, make the package even better. Yeah. You and, know, uh, and the only way that I can do it is if I stay focused, if I completely go off the bat, then I go back to the same thing.
0: Yeah, you have to stay somewhat in that rhythm even after the contest. You can't go completely AWOL. Uh, when you got backstage, I, I want people to know what's going through your head as this is all coming to an end. So I'm asking these questions. And what comes the day of the contest, and you're backstage, I want. I remember, I remember you got a little panic. Cause you got like, you were lost. You kept texting me. What do I do? When I was like, it's all done. Just go out there and have a good time. Fuck. It's all done. You're good. There's nothing you're going to do. That's going to make a difference these next couple hours, just pump up and go out there. There was, um, but the, I want I wanted you to tell everybody what, you know, the day of the show, you're backstage. So when you walk out there, what all's going through your head? Cause I know you busted your ass for the posing part too. And you were always Training with that Practicing And you, you, you did it, it paid off So I, w- I want to know Like what went through your head as your day of the contest As you went backstage And when you went out there Let everybody know You No,
1: know, it was uh, it, it was a little Like I was I felt a little bit out of place Because everyone seemed to knew Where they were doing Right? Like <laughs> Yeah they're just kind of like, oh yeah, they they had everything prepared. The good thing is that I did have amazing coaches like yourself and Kylie that, you know, helped me tremendously with my posing. And she also gave me ideas of things to bring, to be more comfortable on my own little space and relax and rest. That's one thing that I learned is like, I need to rest even more next time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do have, conditions. And I, it's not that I'm like, you know, I, they, they are controlled their balance in there, you know, but I still like my back started to hurt by the end of the competition. Right. It's like the inflammation started to come up again. So, um, you know, it was one of those things that I wanted to know, well, what was pumping? What do I need to do with this pumping? And what do, <laughs> is it? What do I take? Cause you know, coach gave me buy this, buy this, buy this, and just have it with you. And then you'll eat it. And then you do this. And I'm like, what do I do? How do I do it? How much do I do it for? Like I was, I needed to be so specific. Like I was getting in my brain. It was so funny because you're like, just have
0: fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was
1: nerve like, wracking. It, uh, it was, it was ex- accelerating. It was exciting. I was like, Holy shit. I am about to freaking get on stage in front of hundreds of people, you know, also on, you know, online, because I know that I have friends that were like videoing when they need to be videoing. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I'm doing this. But you know what? When I got up there, I was like, hell yeah, I made it up here and I'm just going to have freaking fun up here and I'm just going to be me. And that's mainly what I did. <laughs> you just, I just tried to be me by that time. I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm not going to get any better. I'm going to bring the best package that I, that, that, that I had. And, you know, I'm just going to have fun with it. I, I didn't know what else to do. At some point, I just had to let go.
0: Yeah. You, you, you've done so much training with the posing and stuff. I wasn't even worried about you being out on stage, honestly. The, but how do you feel when you go out there you can't you can't fake it it radiates well like- it's
1: funny you I just said that because i was just telling i, I was telling one of my friends It's like you know having a a coach that is going to prep at the same time you're going to prep sometimes you get to the gym going like we could <laughs> know, talk to you yeah, <laughs> like-
0: yeah. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. like we all
1: going through so much, um, but it was fun to do it all together and to be able to take pictures together and and celebrate our accomplishments. And you being back on the stage, you know, which you did fantastic. Um, it, it's, it was it was fun.
0: Actually, I'm I'm glad this whole experience happened with all of us getting into contests, because that's what I always wanted to do. Getting the training was prep people and stuff. You know, I'll train anybody as long as you got a goal and you're going to do whatever it takes. I will train you. That is not a problem. Um, but the contest, there's just something about it where you're like, I want these people to go up there and fucking beat everybody else up there. Like I get like that, I guess how I want. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've had people as high as a few points from getting their pro card before. So, I mean, it it gets competitive and it gets fun. And, um, you know, I got into, not that it's bad, but I got into this, uh, period of just training people for common things. I'm like, man, does nobody want to fucking compete anymore. And then this contest comes up and I get three of you and I'm like, yeah, let's go. And you know, like I get, I get competitive and I I want, I want everybody to do well. And it's like, it gets a side out of me that I can't bring, I cannot bring this out in front of everybody else because they don't understand, you know, but when I, when I get the, the, to train the competitors, it's like, you know, and I do train a lot of my people like that because honestly, if you eat, sleep and train as close to a person getting ready for a contest as possible, you're going to reach your goals a lot faster. That's just how it is. So if somebody comes to me and you're like, I want to lose 10 pounds, we're going to do this the most efficient way possible. And that is pretty much acting like you're a, a bodybuilder or fitness competitor or something to some form or aspect. So let's do it get it done because my goal is not to, unless you want to stay with me, that's fine. I have no problem with that. I've had people been with me for years, but I'm not going to just half-ass and be like, oh, i have a little here and there. And then you're with me for three years wondering how come these 10 pounds hadn't come off? I'm not like that. So the, getting that particular period, I had learned so much and gotten a lot of my old, younger, competitive self back. It was like a blessing to me to, to be able to train you all and get back on stage and get that fire back. Because now I'm just like, you know, um, studying and learning and stuff. It's like the next time I want us to go on there and just like knock it dead. So it, it brought this whole year has brought a sight out of me that I had not seen in a long time. And I have you guys a thing for it. It, it, it was very good. And well, uh, I can tell you this: yeah.
1: you are extremely passionate. Yeah, you know your shit. <laughs> you know you really do. Um, you're rough around the edges, but you mean well.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the part people got to understand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. if you train with Jed. Just know he's a little bit of you know rough around the edges sometimes. Very straight, very direct, but he means the world for you because he wants even more that you want for yourself because he knows you, you can achieve it. He knows that you can accomplish those goals and he doesn't want you to fall off the wagon. So, you know, it's, it, it is, it, it has been a learning experience just to even learning from you and who you are um, as a coach and as a person and kind of like putting it all together. Like, okay, you know what? That's just chat.
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's people that can hang with the people that can't and people that it takes them while to get used to it. Um, you can tell because, like, when I train the group at night, I'll, I'll lose my shit about something, and everybody just acts like it didn't happen. We just go back to doing what we were doing, and nobody acts like anything happened. And that's how you can tell if those guys have been with me for a while. Because if I don't, I, if I can't hold things in, because it just get worse. So if something annoys me, I'll just get it out, and then go back to write what I'm doing. And once people learn that, it's it's smooth sailing. But just gotta
1: let it be Jed. Yeah, just <laughs> you can't just give you can't minute, take it personally. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Just give me a couple minutes. And honestly, if you say something that a problem has come up or whatever, or and I just say, okay, or I don't say something back, like, like I usually would, that's not a good sign. Um, one thing that I learned what a long time ago when I was younger was that when people stop getting on your ass about things, it means they've either stopped believing or stopped caring. So you guys, if you have somebody that's, you know, really on you and try and get you to do well or something, it means they care. It means they believe. It means they want to see it happen. So you have to understand that Well, we're in a world today where people's skins are very thin, they can't handle that. You're going to want somebody that's going to to put the emotion into it, that's going to to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. After the contest was over, did it feel like a weight was lifted? Did you feel like, oh, finally it's over? Or were you waking up the next day like, okay, when's the next one? Or how, how did you feel? literally is when the next one i was like
1: not even the night like i was like that same night i was like okay we got to get back on it you <laughs> know it's like i i didn't even want to be too bad the next day but i was like you know that that night i knew i was going to eat because it was going to be a celebration uh i literally had a carb coma um <laughs> Terrible. Uh, but I had my fun. And that weekend, I kind of re energized spend time with my friends because I had a couple of my girls that came from the mainland, uh, Nikki and Aaron, um, spend time with me and helped me. My That last week that was so chaotic was helping me with Coral, my little one, and helping me even prepping food and doing things for me. So I, it was amazing that they came all the way to help me. And we just spent a little bit of time at the beach and at the pool and have some fun. And right back at it, I was like, that same Monday, I said, can I go work out tonight? I need to work out. Remember that I invested you? And I was like, yeah. you're like, sure, just don't do too much. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> like, don't do too much. But I was like, ready. Like, it was Saturday. Took Saturday night, have fun. Sunday. And by Monday night, I was like, let's go. Let's do it again. Let's have that's, some fun.
0: Yeah. That's uh, That's dead on perfect how you should handle it. Um, yeah you need to be focused on the goal but once you hit a milestone I I honestly personally believe that it's okay to take a couple of days and just chill and rest and get ready for the next step I mean even between going through middle school and high school you get eight weeks off I mean so I mean think of it like that I I use the school analogy a lot because it, it does relate
1: I enjoy it actually like I now I look forward yeah. to just get it done. And it, and it's just become part of that lifestyle and it's easy to do. And, you know, it's not easy, but it's
0: easier to do when you, it's just part of your daily day to do things. Is there, um, anything else you want to tell everybody, everybody before we, we call it a day, any kind of message you want to send or anybody who's listening, you know,
1: just, um, it is okay to put yourself first. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not selfish. When we do, we actually give so much more to the people that we love and the things that we like to do, the best of us. So just, it's hard to get back into a routine. It's hard sometimes to break out of that, you know, lifestyle that you may be having for so long or the things that you're used to do. But I'm telling you this, When you go over that hill and you overpass that, that's where the sweet pot is and you're not going to want to go back to who you used to be. Take care of you for yourself, for your family, for your life because life is to be, you know, experienced and lived and you need you to do that.
0: Yeah, there's, um, you know, it's not selfish if it benefits other people and what you're doing when it comes to helping your husband, taking care of your kids, being around there for them and your grandkids and stuff when they grow up, you are you, your your results are going to benefit everybody, and it also helps your business, which brings in income, which helps everybody that way. So it's you're not being selfish. In fact, what you're doing is helping you, you, and those loved ones around you. That's not selfish, that is perfectly okay. Now, um, guys, there's there is a part, there is a point to where. You know, when she says, okay, to take care of yourself, I think sometimes people, I've been guilty of this myself. You want to do so much for other people that you lose yourself and that you don't take care of yourself. And you know, you you've helped these people, half of them probably don't even give a shit about you where they're just knowing you're going to help them, so they take advantage of you. And then you realize you've been in the same spot for five, 10, 15 years. When you're like, I if I would have pursued what I wanted then the people that would have messed well with me would have molded around me. And then we all would have worked together and I would have had these group of people that all would have, would have, I would have been able to do the same thing, but it would have been more genuine. So guys, think of that. Don't ever lose yourself for somebody else. Don't ever that is the worst, one of the biggest mistakes you can make. If you come across somebody and they require you to start changing things about yourself that you truly want or whatever you need to cut it loose. So okay. Christina, thank you so much for coming on and telling everybody your story and doing this. Um, there'll be, And I'll have some footage on this video of us training and how her transformation stuff. So, guys, uh, thank you so much. Um, Yeah, and if nothing else, um, I'll see you in the gym, I think, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Bye. See you later.